Okay, it's recording. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Fortress of Podcast. Light up a blunt. Try that again. No. <laughs> this is high. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Um, I'm Tyler. It's a dumb joke. I'm Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I broke her. That's Aaron. Sarah. <laughs> uh, I'm Kylie. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So sorry. It's like, sorry the amazing joke. This makes for good podcasting. Yes. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Woo! This is a creator focus episode. It's a show we do once every... <laughs> Who the fuck knows? <laughs> it's been a while. Where it we was September a, since we did the last yeah, one, apparently. We pull no a random way. comic creator's <laughs> name. <laughs> so we missed October and November. How's How? that possible? What was all the we shit going on? We took a lot of time on? off, okay? Did we? Uh, yes. Well, yeah. It's Mary's birthday. My birthday for one thing, yes. I had COVID at one point. That's true. We take a uh, we pull a random comic creator's name out of a bucket. We talk about their uh, career, some books they've worked on, and things like that. Yep. And then at the end of this episode, we'll pull out next uh, month's creator focus creator's name out of the bucket. I guess yes. to pick that shit this time. That's yes, tiny. we finally have moved on <laughs> from the cycle of Mary Aaron, Mary Aaron. I feel like there was no cycle. I think there was. I'd... We, yeah. Their cycles have synced up. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> I don't know. This is a question we shouldn't ask on the podcast, Kat. It wasn't a question. It was a statement. It was a statement. <laughs> it a wasn't statement. a question. That is true. It's a statement that shouldn't be brought up on the podcast, Kylie. I'm sure a lot of stuff shouldn't be brought up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nine out of ten. I feel times. like uh, things that shouldn't have be brought up on this podcast. That's pretty towards that's, the bottom of yeah, the list. Yeah. Low. Hey, come on now. Yeah. All uh, right, okay. Mary. Do you yeah. remember who we're talking about? Not Dan Scott. <laughs> That's true. That's Dan, true. Dan Slot. Dan Slot. Is it with two T's or one T? Two. Tyler said two. I was just checking <laughs> to see if, uh, for the viewers at home, we're the listeners. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> viewers, listeners. You there are no viewers at home. <laughs> They're watching something right now. Nobody wants to watch us. Very <laughs> lady, anyone wants to listen. Hey, now. I'm sorry. What's up with Dan Slot? He's a Dan. Dan the man. Dan the Slot man? Y- yes. Oh, that was some good weed. Guys. <laughs> we didn't have any weed. Aaron has nasal drip. There's a lot of this snot. I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> and that's not weed either. That's, that's not, just that's alcohol. Just, that's, no, it's just normal air. You, know? you ever <laughs> smoke so much weed your wife starts to make sense? Uh, no. Me either. <laughs> you oh guys gosh. are so funny. Uh, okay, anyways. Okay. Dance thought. Uh, these shows are usually divided up into two parts. Two a History parts. 101 part and then uh, book reports. So, yep. first we're going to talk about history of Dan Slott, and then we'll do some book reports. So, Dan Slott was born on July 3rd, 1967. It's got to suck having so a birthday day before 4th of July. But at the same time, that's like, you probably had some cool... Yeah, he got some cookouts. <laughs> <laughs> Summer birthdays are the shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, notable works, there's a bajillion of them, but the ones I put down, Amazing Spider-Man, Silver Surfer, She-Hulk, Superior Spider-Man, Mighty Avengers, The Thing, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Fantastic Four, along with several other things he never went mostly the marvel of, oh okay he never did dc or anything he's never done anything for dc as far as i know yeah not that i'm aware In, okay 
Um, he did win an Eisner Award for Silver Surfer in 2016 for best Ooh. single issue. Uh, Silver Surfer number 11 is the is the one that won that award. Interesting. I want to say I read, because I think it was Slot and All Red, mm-hmm. if I remember yes, correctly, because I think I read that. He did Silver Surfer before Donny Cates, right? That was the, yes, yeah, it, it was, was before. Yeah, okay. Like, like that was the run before Donny Cates. It was Dan Slott, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Uh, Dan Slott's first published work for Marvel was Survival of the Hippest and Mighty Mouse number 10. And To Bounce or Not to Bounce, an eight-page backup story in New Warriors Annual number 1. Uh, both cover dated July of 1991. So this guy's been working for a while. Uh, he became the regular writer for Marvel's uh, Ren and Stimpy comic book series. With the series <laughs> I love Ren and Stimpy! Debut yes. in 1992. When was First he born wrote, again? Uh, he was born in... Six, hold 67. 67. 67. Yeah, because it was close to 69. And he but, first worked with... Nice. And then his first published with 1991? Yes. Mm, yeah. Yep. Uh, first wrote Spider-Man in an issue of Ren and Stimpy that saw Spider-Man in a battle against the Powdered Toast Man. <laughs> Following this, Slot wrote other children's... Oh, gosh, children's. I can talk. Children's. Damn, children's. So some children's. <laughs> there you Going go, Southern. <laughs> Only for you, Irene. Uh, <laughs> other children's comics, including DC's Scooby-Doo, Looney Tunes, Scooby-Doo, and the Powerpuff Girls. After work on Batman Adventures and Justice League Adventures, oh. Slot was given the chance to pitch a series for DC. Okay, so uh, the resulting miniseries was Arkham Asylum, Living Hell, with oh. artist Ryan oh, Suck in 2003. Okay. 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 He's done bad. some DC stuff, yeah. In 2004, he wrote the fourth parallel storyline for the Justice League, which introduced the Red King. This story was published in 2007 in JLA Classified, number 32 through 36. Is that in any huh. relation to the Red Wedding? No. No. Oh. And shame Different on universe. <laughs> Arkham Asylum's success led to Slot's return to Marvel in 2004 to launch a new She-Hulk series, which we'll hear about later. Title focused on She-Hulk as a superhuman lawyer in the Marvel Universe after relaunching in October 2005. The second series met with higher sales and after tie-ins with crossover storylines Civil War and World War Hulk reached its highest numbers yet. In 2007, Slot left the title with Volume 2, Number 21, and became one of the writers on The Amazing Spider-Man. While She-Hulk was on a hiatus in 2005, Slot penned Spider-Man slash Human Torch miniseries, which chronicled the friendship of the two characters over the years. I remember that. With each issue paying tribute to a different era of Marvel comics. I remember. I remember. Slot gave the team the Great Lakes Avengers, their first ever solo miniseries in GLA Misassembled, which featured a character being killed in each issue. Like the Great Lakes Michigan? Michigan? Okay. He made the first roster changes to the team since its inception by creating a new character, Grasshopper, (laughs) and reviving (laughs) an obscure one, Squirrel Girl. Which is so crazy. Oh, that's like, awesome. I didn't realize you think brought like her back. Squirrel Girl is like an obscure character. Like now she's so popular now. She can beat um, Thanos. It's a fact. She's a badass. During this period, Slot signed an exclusive contract with Marvel. He has since returned to the GLA twice. First with the 2005 Great GLX oh. <laughs> Xmas special 
<laughs> what did you say? <coughs> GLX, she said GLA. GLXmas special oh, following okay. a name change to Great Lakes X-Men. <laughs> then again Nuh-uh. in 2007, Deadpool slash GLI Summer, Fun Spectacular with co-writer Fabian... Nis- I never know how to say this name. Fabian Nicieza? 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 I don't know. How do you spell it? N-I-C-I-E-Z-A. And I suck at pronouncing. I just thought it was Nichezes, but I. I wonder could if be you totally pronounce. Wrong. Sounds right. To in coincide my head. with Marvel's Civil War, the initiative <laughs> branding. In my head. Um, at the end of 2005, Slot was assigned to write The Things for a solo series in 20 years. I love no the way. Thing. I, love it it. Was, I love The Things solo series. I like was not a sales stuff. success, so Kai was the only one. Well, like his his stuff and like the stuff back in the 80s, like mm-hmm. when he was just off on his own and he could change back to human form when he wanted to. Yeah. That was fun stuff. I just like the character. Jack Kirby did some cool solo thing stuff back in the day. Um so, uh, not a sales success was canceled with issue number eight, despite Slot's Ooh. attempts to rally readers in a campaign Aww. he called "Pull My Thing." <laughs> <laughs> the eight issues have been re- released in a trade paperback entitled "Idol of Millions," which sees the Thing and other heroes fighting deadly roller coasters and other machines in arcades murder world. Murder world, wow. Slot was the writer of Marvel's Avengers, The Initiative, which launched following the conclusion of Civil War. Uh, He was one of the four writers of the thrice-monthly Amazing Spider-Man, a schedule which began in January 2008 following the controversial storyline One More Day. Yeah, that was... How long did that... How long was it thrice-monthly? It's a nice ring to it, right? Not twice, but thrice-monthly. Like, how long did they go... Thrice monthly? Thrice. No, thrice times a month. (laughs) No, No, I I know what you're saying. It's kind of fun to say. How long could they keep up three issues a month? Thank you. As long as they have uh, artists hip hopping all over each other, they can keep going. (laughs) No, but that series, was it like a specific reason or is it just they want to put Amazing Spider Man out three times a month? Oh, it's money. Because if people are willing to buy three issues of Spider Man a month, you give them three (laughs) issues. That's why DC has like seven Batman titles every oh, month. Oh, like, shit, seven. Sure. We, I was going over it at the store. <laughs> if we had the shelves cleaned up like they should be in kind of, kind mm-hmm. of four and a half shelves is what Batman titles there would what? be. What? That's, that's how many Batman titles are out. And that's not counting Robin or Harley right. or the Joker. Like Batman all the other adjacent stuff. Just things, yeah, yeah, just uh, just Batman titles. Really? Batman oh, watch. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Wow. It's awesome. Because some people just want to buy every Batman Some book people there just want to watch month. the world burn. Yeah. That's true. Batman. Uh, Slot took over writing duties on The Mighty Avengers after writer Brian Michael Bendis uh, departed, starting with issue number 21. Finishing with issue 36, he wrote the story for the Spider-Man Shattered Dimension video game, which was released in oh, September like 2010. That. Shattered Dimensions was fucking sweet. What was that one? That's the one with Wolverine, right? Uh, was Wolverine? Uh, oh no, no, I'm thinking of a different no, one. Um, yeah, you're, I know, I know which one you're talking. Shattered about. Yeah, Dimensions yeah. is the one, one where you're flipping back and forth between. Uh, it was Spider-Man and then Ultimate Spider-Man, Spider-Man Noir, and Spider-Man 2099. 2099. Yeah. On and what, what was? Uh huh. On what? Console. Console three. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sure it was on. I'm Xbox sure it was on too, Xbox. Yeah. What was really cool was they had. Um, d- all different Spider-Man voice actors from past incarnations play the four. So, like, the main Spider-Man of the game was Neil Patrick Harris, who played Spider-Man in the MTV 
show, the guy from the nineties. He did. Yeah, I didn't know um, that. The nineties Spider-Man guy was uh, Spider-Man Noir, I think. Uh, one of them, like the spectacular Spider-Man animated show, was like the Ultimate Spider. So it was cool, like that they all got to like come back. Um, did I tell you this is really good? good. There you go. Tyler uh, mixes a good drink, by the way. Oh there. my goodness, yes. Yeah, they, they should do like a re, <laughs> like, like a yeah. They should do like a re uh, remaster. Redo, yeah, of that game. I'd buy that game again. It was that game was fucking sweet. Uh, let's see. Redo. <laughs> In November 2010, Slot took over the Amazing Spider-Man I'm as the sole writer. Marking the comic books change to a twice monthly schedule. Oh, they took away the thrice. Oh, no, no thrice, time. but back to twice. He was on it for a while. A long, long time. time. Like Superior, and then after Superior, I believe he was still writing that shit. Let's see. He starts writing Spider-Man in 2008, and he wrote it till, until 2018. He did 10 oh, years. Oh yeah, that's, that's a that's a that's a. It's a cushy little job. Like yeah. that's Damn, <laughs> Dan. The big time storyline ended with The Amazing Spider-Man 700, its final issue. Hmm. While that issue story, which involved the switching of Peter Parker's mind with that of Dr. Octopus, yes. ended with the death of Parker in <laughs> Dr. Octopus's body. I bought that issue off the shelf at Nightfly the day it came out. I remember being pretty, pretty hyped for that. Um, pretty hyped. Doc Ock remained in Parker's generated controversy. Er, okay, he remained in his body generated controversy among fans, including death threats for Slot, which doesn't surprise me. Bunch of pussies. It won the <laughs> it won the 2012 Diamond Gem Award for Top Dollar Comic of the Year because that first issue was was a was a buck, mm-hmm. right? Of Superior. Like, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah. The comic went through five printings. The next month saw the premiere of a new series, Superior Spider-Man, written by Slot, featuring the adventures of Spider-Man, now inhabited by the mind of Doc Ock. Uh, Sadly, it did not go for as long as it Superior ended with issue 31. Yeah. Tyler said it, it went for two years. And 31? It should. It should. Yeah. They, that's like two and a half years. They had... Oh, I'll get, we'll get to it when I talk about that shit. Yeah, we'll oh, get to okay. it. It should have gone longer. With Peter Parker back as Spider-Man and led to a relaunch of Spider-Man in April 2014. This was during the all-new, all-different 2014 Marvel relaunch. The first issue of this new version of The Amazing Spider-Man is, according to Diamond Comics con- distributors, the best-selling comic of the 21st century. That can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> More than wow. Star Wars? You just pause there, that was, like that was the best look on your face. Can't that can't be, be true. true. <laughs> if the viewers, Spider Man sold more than that relaunch of Star Wars. Um, because I'd be that, curious how they're counting Star Wars with all the covers that Star Wars yeah. had. They had over a hundred different covers for Star Wars. Number they said one. Star Wars got up over a million copies. A comic hasn't sold a million copies since like the nineties. Like I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're not counting how many were returned. There though. were, yeah. Maybe. I, I was That's thinking, true. there's so many nuances with comic book sales. There's, what are you doing? Nothing. I'm, 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 sorry. Lo- I'm gonna look into that because I I never heard that. I, <laughs> I seriously heard that spi- the Star Wars that. number one was like the highest selling comic in decades. So I, I'd be I'd be curious to hear about that. What are you doing? The million copies is like <laughs> stupid. <laughs> uh, for a comic in nowadays. Uh, in let's see. Line. In 2014, uh, Amazing Spider-Man slot would go to write Spider-Verse, a massive Spider-Man event teaming up every Spider-Man ever. That's not true. Um, <laughs> you are ripping He is shit. terrible. <laughs> here's your top. Here's your top three: Amazing Spider-Man, 
Detective Comics 1000, and yep. then Star Wars number one. How many copies of Spider-Man then? Uh, Does it say? It doesn't say. I'll, Detective I'll look more into beat that. Star Wars 2, huh? Okay. I remember Detective Soul. Number okay, so the top five, if we're gonna get into it, is Action One Thousand, number five, four okay. Secret Wars, number one, Hickman and then Secret Wars? yeah, and then Solid. three Spider Man, number one, which is the one that you read. I did. I and read then that. And Detective One Thousand is number two, and Star Wars is number one. So that one has them swapped. Star Wars. Um, but yeah, keep going. I'll see if I can find numbers. Okay. Um, it was the first time the characters like Spider-Ham and the newly created Spider-Gwen yeah. would team up with Peter Parker, Miles Morales, Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Man 29, and many other Spider-Men. The story would go on to be adapted as a cartoon miniseries in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon and then in the Oscar award-winning film Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I guess you could say Into the Spider-Verse is adapted from the Spider-Verse, although they're not similar at all. No. Just, like, the the only thing that's in both is, like, it's different versions of Spider-Man together. That's, other than that, there's nothing. And they're both, like, great. Like, I love that movie, and I love the Spider-Verse Spider comic book, Ham, but they're not the same thing. Does whatever uh, slot and artist does. Mike Allred launched a new Silver Surfer series in May 2014. In 2016, Slot and Allred Silver Surfer number 11 won the Eisner Award for Best Single Issue, and in 2018, Slot finished his 10-year-plus run on The Amazing Spider-Man. He wrote his last major storyline titled Go Down Swinging from oh. issues 797 oh. to 800, yeah, the swinging. which derailed Spider-Man's fighting a carnage-bonded green goblin that was the red goblin. That was pretty sweet. It, it was a cool... Concept. It was a cool like finale. It felt big. Uh, after that, he finished his run with his final issue being 801. 801 was... A, like I love that he did one more, because like 800 was like the big giant fat fucking ten dollar yeah. issue thing that like concluded the red goblin stuff but like uh issue 801 of spider-man was just like an everyday spider-man story and it was uh, it was a better send-off for dan slot i thought i i like that he did one more after the anniversary issue he like did the end credits in a way yeah there you go can i interrupt with numbers really quick yeah, yeah. go ahead can i just tell you the number 10 is actually shocking to me it's the big trouble in little china escape from new york crossover no way. Are you serious? Nice. And that was 421,600 copies. Is this of like sold. the last 10 years? That really yeah, it's the last decade. So, Amazing Spider-Man sold 559,200. Star Wars, 1,073,000. Yeah, I was like, fuck. A million copies of a comic book in this day and age is insane. Yeah. Like, would you look back at those numbers from the 90s? And you're like, you know, Jim Lee's X-Men sold 11 million copies or whatever. It's like, that's stupid, oh, yeah. dude. That is so <laughs> That's why, like, when I see people come in, like, I have the X-Men number one. I'm like, everybody so does everyone else. Multiple, multiple times. Yeah. 11 million it. of those things. And we have that one issue and the other We'll, we'll have people come in that, like, when we have a spawn number one, mm -hmm. if it's just raw, it's right. 10 bucks sometimes. Yeah. Why is it so cheap? Because there's millions of them out there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I think Spawn number one sold like two million copies. A lot, mm. man. For for an indie number one of a character no one had ever heard of. I mean, obviously. Would you it was consider Todd, Image an indie? Back then yeah. it was okay, definitely. Okay. Um. Let's see. If Sorry. you want them to be valuable, oh, yeah. you have to destroy the others. <laughs> after fin after finishing his run twins. on Spider-Man, uh, Slot began writing Tony Stark, Iron Man, and Fantastic Four. 
ending with Slot writing four of the top ten selling issues for the entire industry, taking number two, four, eight, and ten that year. What? In 2018. Okay. I'm just going to go with it. Um, in January 2020, when Diamond Comics released its list of the top 100 best-selling comics of the decade, nine of the titles were ones written by Slot. That that can't be right, right? <laughs> oh, my God. This is... <laughs> This is going to be like... Don't you research. They have the receipts. Amazing Spider-Man number one in 2014. <coughs> Spider-Man so 800. Time, Fantastic Four number one. I didn't Spider-Man know this was going to be a drinking game, but every time he says, that can't be right, we got to start drinking. Amazing I Spider-Man know. number this one 2015. Right. Spider-Man 798. Superior Spider-Man number one. Spider-Man Renew Your Vows number one. And Spider-Man 799. What are we talking about okay. again? Nine the, of the, the top the ten. The top comics. He, he had them. That's a hell of a fucking flex for Dan Slott. Is it, or is he just that good? That's a hell of a flex. Yeah, it's pretty good. Good job, Dan Slott. Good job. <laughs> In I July 2022, it. <laughs> it was announced that Slott would return full-time to the Spider-Man franchise in October of that year. When? A month ago. Who okay. took over for him? Who was the... For Spider-Man? Yeah. Nick Spencer. Spencer, that's right. Yep. And Ryan Otley. It was fun for a while. Um... Teaming with veteran Spider-Man artist Mark Bagley for the first time, their title simply called Spider-Man will be a monthly ongoing, which which at this point <laughs> came out a month ago. Only oh, monthly. Ongoing, yeah. which will connect Not to the thrice, status monthly. quo of Amazing Spider-Man run from Zeb Wells and John Romita Jr. Simply Spider-Man. That's the name of the book. It's not simply. It's the name of the book. The last time there was just a Spider-Man book, I think, was McFarlane's Spider-Man. Yeah. Was it? I'm all like... The Somebody first should start a book. Simply Spider-Man. Simply Spider-Man. Oh. It's like the only one they haven't done. They've done like <laughs> yeah. superior, sensational, like spectacular. Like no one's done Simply Spider-Man. Spider-Man Simply. Deadly, savage, non-stop. No, it has to have He goes grocery shopping. Avenging <laughs> Spider-Man was one. I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Avenging Spider-Man. He runs against the old lady who's looking at things He does the, the simple things in he life. What was uh, Zdarsky's? <laughs> oh my God. Wait, Peter Parker, Sp- Peter Parker, something Spider-Man. It was... Yeah, but there's a, there's been a Peter yeah. Parker Binge's one before. Binge's Ozark. He's so the simple. first storyline of this issue will be the end of Spider-Verse, the climactic chapter of the Spider-Verse <gasps> trilogy that which began in 2014, further with Spider-Geddon in 2018. I forgot about Spider-Geddon. Remember Spider-Island? Yes. No. <laughs> well, you're missing out. It I, was a Spider-Island. Spider Island. was kind of cool because... Look at Kylie. He's just sitting in his shade. You know, this is what you can say. That can't no, it be was, right. it, it, was, it was mostly dumb, but it was kind of cool. <laughs> It was kind of cool because everyone had spider powers, so Peter got to swing through the city without a suit on. Like, that was kind of cool to see. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's pretty He good. just wants to see Peter without a suit. So we can Sorry. see Peter's Peter. Woo! Listen, Peter's Peter. <laughs> in my book, you almost get that. <laughs> There's always a Peter's Peter. Is this, is this Spider-Man damned? <laughs> Spider-Man damned. <laughs> Damn. And that, <sighs> that, is that it? That's it for the notes, okay. yeah. That's the first time I thought about Batman Damned in a while. <laughs> really? You don't, lay, oh, you don't yeah. lay in bed at night just thinking about that penis? Like, that book hasn't, like, crossed my mind, I bet, in two years. I completely, your reference went over my head <laughs> oh, until okay. he brought up Batman. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that happened. That's one of those things if I, if I And wasn't, we sold ours. Yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't there to see it and wasn't, like, in the comic book shop and stuff around that time, I don't know if I believe that like that hysteria happened. So, that was the week I kind of dropped most of my hold at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just because being an employee, you kind of get screwed if, you know, you're going to yeah. let the customers get the, you know. So, yeah, I just kind of had it at that point. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get trades and stuff. And that was when Dan came out and it just like exploded. I'm like, that was one I would have got. It's true. I, I find it interesting that there's the nudity difference between men and women. There's clearly... Oh, yeah. Male like, nudity is a taboo. A taboo where... I mean, I'm not saying the penis is the most attractive thing in the whole wide world, but we have boobs in comics. No one bats an eye. Right. But we have Boobs penis. on covers. I know. We have a penis. And it, sure. to me, it always seems like something that should be drawn in a way because people in spandex, they have to be like... Guys have to be taken off their pants or they're seen in a far distance or... You know right. what I mean? Like, you're like... Some dick is going to show somewhere. And they just happen to show it. And it just seems to be like he was just there and they draw a human body. And if it was a chick, no one would have bat an eye. It's true. Mary? Yeah. Ready for some book reports? And I better guess. have penis. I guess. Um, no penis. I'm sorry. Mm. Tell us about what you read. I read The Amazing Spider-Man, The Parker Luck. That's what it's called. Which is, is the this is the first uh, again with Marvel? It's so stupid because the relaunches. This is the relaunch after Marvel now su- after Superior. Yeah. Uh, so this is um, right after he does not have Doc Ock in his brain anymore. He's free. Do they explain how that? Um, how Did they he do a gets little? Free? Not in this. Okay. Really? Not that I remember so when you started an hour it ago. in theory <laughs> was it is it one issue though no it's a trade it's a no trade. i read a trade it's like in six. one hour that's crazy <laughs> so how long do you take to read a I trade? i don't know it just depends on what i'm doing it depends on if she's drinking and going to the bathroom i read other things i read two books 300 pages each two days <laughs> Oh, I read six hundred pages in two days. Well, it depends on the book, but you're right. But so if comic you... book or novel book? Novel. novel nice. Yeah. Well, once so... you get in, if you're into it, oh, you yeah, can fly you through that shit. You can definitely. So with this one, if you didn't know what superior happened, I didn't you... know. Well, <laughs> I didn't know. But did it feel like a Spider-Man story without? They you didn't, didn't give you any background or anything. Um, kind of. It's just like sprinkled. It's just like, oh hey, you know, I. Okay, so it's Spider-Man. So they do this thing where it goes over his uh, origin, and then you see, like, some girl also gets bit. And then it just throws you into this story, and then you have Peter, and you can, like, hear people. People are saying, like, oh, it looks like we have our old Spidey back because he's cracking jokes and whatever. And I'm just like, okay, why? Because Doc Peter or Doc But I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And here's my naked got He's got web. Diapers. Okay, but, <laughs> su- but Superior's or Doc Ock's Spider-Man suit, fucking dope though. Like, I don't like know the, what it looked like. like. The, the Superior suit, fucking sweet. I don't Who know what it looked it? like. This dude, this is Humberto Ramos. Some dude. He's uh, got a weird muscle. He thing. does. Yeah. He does. Humberto Ramos is just you know no, no disrespect. Never. Been and then my, and my then style. we're getting through. So he's in a fight and people are saying, oh, oh we got our old Spidey back. He's cracking jokes. And then it jumps to. Oh, now there's Parker Industries, and he's saying it's Arker Industries. Uh, and then I'm just like, okay. And then I see there's this Aunt May, and there's another old man. Does she have bunny ears on? Uh, Doc Ock no. built that shit up. Yeah. Oh. And then, 
And then, yeah, it mentions that in there that Doc Ock had taken over. I was like, oh, okay, so I'm understanding this now. He hadn't been in his body for I don't know how long. And then I see this lady, very short lady. Um, this was the girl he was in love with, I believe, during Superior. Doc Ock, yes. Yeah. Marie, the little midget lady. Anne Marie, something like that. I don't remember. Um, and then... Uh, I find him very... What's his name? Peter Parker. J- no! <laughs> J. Jonah J- 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 Jameson. Yeah. Um, apparently, Aunt May is married to J. Jonah Jameson's dad now, and so now Peter Parker and J. Jonah Jameson are stepbrothers. <laughs> it adds up. You're going to get there up. eventually. That's how um, math works. Peter Parker goes home, and he fights some people, but he goes, he goes home... home. He goes home and then there's this lady and she's like, because she had found like this ring because Doc Ock was like going to propose to her because he was in love with this lady. And then he's like, uh, what are you doing? And she's like, why didn't you tell me you were Spider-Man? I've seen you naked. I know what you look like. I know that you're Spider-Man. He's like, wait, hold on. I need to explain. It wasn't me. It was Doc Ock in my brain. And yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then we jumped to What's his face? Electra. Electro. Electro. Electro? Yeah. This guy. Electric Man. Electric. Uh, he, Electric Man. He apparently, um, Doc Ock was like experimenting on him, so now he's like way crazy, out of control, and powerful. And he uh, destroys a prison and kills a bunch of people. And then That's we go so to nice. uh, a hey, story with Black Hat. She got screwed over by Doc Ock. And then she wants revenge on him. She gets broken out of that prison when uh, Electra, Electro kills everybody in the prison. What and then, And then we cut to this girl that has spider powers as well. <gasps> she ends up being Silk. Um, I'm just spoiling this whole thing. I don't know why. And then... Are they in love? Who? I don't know. I just hadn't... No, they want to do each other. Oh, they, is that was is that explained later? Who? I feel like I remember you talking about that Silk and oh, Peter Parker yeah. wanting to do it's, each other. Th- yeah, I n- I never cared that much for this, but so Silk was bitten by the same spider that bit Peter Parker. All right. So the spider lived a long fucking time. But yeah, apparently, and um, <laughs> it's it's something it. to do with like because they were bit by the same spider. It's like a pheromone. Like they're like a, they're like. Attracted. Biologically attracted to each other. Gotcha. Like, so someone wrote real hard that storyline. Yes. Right there. Okay. And yeah. then um, Peter Parker and the Torch Flame <laughs> Heat Man. What's his name? Human the Torch. Human Torch Flame <laughs> I, Heat Man. I'm looking at. I'm no, looking, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm looking at the <laughs> no, picture no. and I'm like, that's the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I just like <laughs> for the rest of time. Human Torch is Torch Torch Man. Heat Flame Man. Man. Mike, you know, he, Flame Boy. he's apparently Flame lost his powers that doesn't explain why, just says that he does. And then we have more things about Silk in this bunker and she can't leave. Hmm. And then Black Hat wants to st- continue. She wants revenge. And then... Um, Keeps going. I don't know what I want to talk about now, so I'm feeling... Uh, Nervous. Don't feel nervous, honey. <laughs> Just keep going. What did you feel about the story? Is it going somewhere? Uh, you know, overall, I like the story. Okay. All 
right. The art is interesting. It's it's very long arms. It's very long arms. I'm not a big long arm. That look was at, a little weird. Look at that. Look at that. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> it's so it's like okay. elongated. It's elongated. It's like if you were watching Family Guy and you saw the long arm man guy, that's that guy. That's how this or person draws. Or you ever see Close Encounters arms. and that first alien comes out yeah. and the arms are like? Whoa. I think sometimes it's. It's either the and then it's sloppy or somehow like right there. If you go back to that, he, he's one just scene, very stylized. He, he, he's he one. Is. He's one of the artists that I could look at and tell you oh, who yeah, it is. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So like I kind of got used to it. There's just sometimes where I was just like, oh, it's this a little is the weird. Where like very long legs, very long arms, like like a. Spider. And then they're talking about this person. I imagine it's this person that they're talking about. <gasps> Noseman. Shadow face. I don't. I don't know his name. Tyler, do you know his name? Just Shadow face. Flame. Zool? What? There what is the? no Peter. There's only Zool. <laughs> 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 his name? Mephes- Mephisto? Mephisto. No. <laughs> Morlin. How did you oh, get Mephisto? Okay. Yeah, more, <laughs> yeah, that's more a Jamie Gosh character. Yeah. So he's basically like an energy vampire. They're really dumb. I, yeah. I, I I hate those characters. So it's this guy Morlin, and they're and she's like afraid. Morlin is his name. Whatever. Morlin. I just called it Morlin. Whatever. I like her suit. I like Silk's suit. Silk. Well, so it's very like, bondagey it's kind like, of. Well, naturally, look at her. She has. This is my thing about these suits. Go back, and no one. Shush. You just rubbed your eyes. What's the, um, with the legs like that? You gotta mentally, like, she as a female went and thought, (laughs) I'm gonna wrap half my thigh up. Just half. And they're not the same on either leg. Yep. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you can pull it up. It's just, I get artistically, it's great. As me as a female, I'm like... But she can it's web at such a higher knee. capacity it just her webs come no out sense. of her fingertips. Right? It, the knee part, Do they? as a female. So that, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not too familiar yeah, see, with look, the character. Yeah, see, look. Out of her fingertips. look. Oh, okay. oh, I thought you it was your armpit. Uh, oh, no, that's her neck. Never mind. So then then <laughs> you the get fuck? into then you get into um they touch and then they start making out. Every time it's up. And then, and then Black Cat's like, you whore. Yeah, and then it just goes on to like is Black Cat coming after him? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, she's yeah, she. Uh, he's always banging Black Cat. Yeah, they're on and on again, That's off true. again, and she wants revenge because Doc Ock screwed her over and she lost everything. Doc Ock did a lot of things that, like, when Peter comes I, back, you're like, that poor guy. So <laughs> Black Cat, okay, so all right, guys. Black Cat almost has it, and J. Jonah Jameson screws it up, and she they only ha- totally bait you. Him? Yeah, that he Fight was going to show. That he was going to show the, oh my gosh, the camera is in front of J. Joma Janison. J. 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 Joma Janison. <laughs> Keep going, I'm, I'm with it. J. 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 Joma Janison. But Damn he's, you, Joma. In the, he's in the way Black Cat is like pulling off the mask, Peter but Parker. he's in the way so nobody, see, nobody sees, there it is, that's what I was looking for. See, he's in the way. And everybody makes fun of him. He's like, Something we almost saw him. You ruined way. it. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed very good. So does that. she know who he is then? Peter Parker? Who? Black Cat? No. Alicia? Does she not? No. I don't think okay. so, no. Every, time it, every time it ever shows them bone, he has the mask on. That's like his hold up so he can like, do some tongue action. <laughs> We'd hope. She'd probably appreciate it. And then they end up curing... Um, Yes, they end up curing Electro. What, this is that his, his name? Very Electro, long? Yes. Okay. 
I don't. I want to keep calling him Electra. <laughs> it rolls That's off the tongue character. better. <laughs> She's a it's also a record company. Well, look at and him. Then, he's, he's on a dance. And that, then that's it. They, yeah. And then it, you can continue reading if you want to. I will not. I will not. Oh. <laughs> she did not like it. It's all right. You was know, it, if the <laughs> I read it because there was nothing else to read. Whatever. This man. Did you not a... listen to the report? Oh my god. There was a lot of that can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> and it says he wrote this. No, that's not right. He right. didn't write that. It was all right. What did you read, Aaron? <laughs> well, I I guess I read slowly she too. She Hulk, the single green female. Single female lawyer. But I have a lot of things going on. Having lots of sex. <laughs> See, it's not me. <laughs> she was about to take a really big hit, and it went the wrong oh. way. In the Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I was. If I focus, I can read really fast. If I'm putzing and then I feel like And then there's cats homework. in the room and you oh, hear yeah. her like, what are you doing? And I'm like, are you reading your book? Or are you talking to a cat? I, I do that. Like Sometimes I, I, anything that I feel like I have to do, I usually drag my feet on. So homework wise, Kylie is like, Aaron, you still have to read your books. I was working late and I was like, oh, well, now I don't want to read my book. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I haven't finished it. Right. I got two. <laughs> shut up. Two issues. Be, um, I still need to read in this. Really? Wow, you do read slow. It was a cat. It was awesome. Who so, drew this? Well, that would Somebody. be... Somebody. <clears throat> I didn't know I was going to have to do something other than what I wanted to do. I say Mayhew uh, did the covers, but I could be wrong. Indeed. Penciler, Babilla... And Paul Palicia. Yours was Sosa Paris Tom Simons with so Don Hillsman. Cover art was Addy Granoff. Oh, Granoff did it. Okay. Granoff. He did the cover. Okay, so what I really enjoyed about this is again. I know this comic came out. I did not actually pick it up or read it when it was released. I'm okay. aware of it because a the covers are utterly. Wow. Mayhew beautiful. did do the covers. Fantastic. Gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Um, when this came out, what was very interesting was what I now know of the television and reading. Because usually a television show or the comic books or movies from the books, you I've read the comic or I've read the book. So I'm watching the adaptation. What I digged about this is watching the television thingy and then reading this. And I love the flip they did. Because in the television show, she wanted to be Jen Walters, not the Hulk. And this one, I was actually kind of surprised. And maybe she wants it's to be enjoyable. The Hulk. She wants <clears throat> to be the Hulk. They did so well on it, though, because it could be both things. It's all about insecurity. It's all about trying to be someone you don't, you think you should be. And she was never the party girl or never fully accepted. So becoming the Hulk, I like the fact here she could be that. And I love that she owned being the party girl. She was dating all the sexy guys. And, and she could not conceive of going back to that petty little... You know, that uh, vulnerable woman. Uh, and I really enjoyed the flip side about the opposite, where she didn't want to use 
the Hulk as this um, crutch or be mm-hmm. seen as something. And maybe I like the fact that both the comics and the show, excellent in each of their own right. But they do different things. But it, it's based on the same. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't... Even though they change it... I can see when people get really pissy about, like, their favorite comics being changed mm-hmm. because they go into the movies. I could see if you were a stickler, like... I don't know why. But if you were a certain stickler, you could be pissed with the television show. But it was so beautifully done because the way he wrote it, Dan... Because we're on a first-name basis Dan, now. Dan... <laughs> The way he he writes, it's the emotion. And he was very careful about knowing where she was in those emotions so that the insecurity is the situation or the storyline. Whether or not she is Hulk versus Jen, it's that insecurity in the middle. And I think that's brilliant. It's mm-hmm. a very, very simple twist of the character. That Do you like the writing style, the, the fourth wall breaks and the sort of... Yeah, I really did. I like the way... You, it's fun. You like... Um, I like this... The Not the simple stories, but it is that ability to have the one-off. Here is the storyline. She's a lawyer. And you, you don't... It's like when you were telling me the story of that amazing Spider-Man, it was a linear tale, right? The story was like... You gotta follow it, and they're keeping right. going, and yeah. then the next thing happens, and blah, blah, blah. And it's not bad. That's what comic books are. With this one, you just enjoy the pace of it. You are you took the story, and I love watching the artwork helped a lot. There is, it, it's beautiful, right? Like, every scene has, like, and I, I kind of dig the bubbles. Like, they change things up. It wasn't a nine-paneler. I'm sorry. Nine, so sad. It was very enjoyable. Chicken? And I advise anybody really to pick it up. It it had everything in it. And I I like the fact that the comic books were the legal documents. Yeah. And they had to go to the basement for those. And I liked in the show the lawyer book. Mm-hmm. I think they were having her portrayed the very serious woman who I think in, I can't remember her name because I don't remember anybody's name. Me either. I enjoyed it, and, and I didn't watch it, so I can't you tell you. You are. You should be ashamed, actually, for not watching she it. I hate be. to say I, it. I, 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 I mean, she really should be. I yeah. mean, for all the things that. Man, I feel horrible saying it, but my like, God, I just woman, don't have... that thing is so good. Yeah, I got other things to do. She doesn't no. like watch. She, she just. That one's really it's, it's, good. It's literally a choice to not watch it. She just well, choosing to not watch it. Well, no, I mean, I don't. No, I don't want to be like shaming you, but that was no, just no, shame. We should. We should. <laughs> it was just so fucking you enjoyable, shame me, and it was. If you never watch another Marvel thing again, watch watch She Hulk. It's I really did. Good. Um, again, I would say for anybody out there, the reason they pulled this off was now that I look at the television show. The reason that television show was so good was probably because of Dan Slott's writing here in the comic in that she was so mm. versatile. The fact that they could pigeonhole the insecurities, whether it be Hulk or Jen, mm-hmm. it was brilliantly done. It was a great, like, oh, yeah. modernized... Like, whenever people talk about She-Hulk, the two that you bring up is the John Byrne run and this one. And the John Byrne run is is fantastic, but it was also 
40 years ago. Yeah. And so, like, Dan Slott was able to, like, take the things that made that great and re- basically yeah. reintroduce it in a modern sense. Well, and you didn't feel forced. It wasn't... I guess in this kind of character, you could have been... Um, they could have slammed or made the scenery of her, like, dating these super... The whole Avengers kicking her out because she's too much of a party animal. Mm-hmm. I thought that was brilliant. Um, it was just very enjoyable and well done, Dan Slot. Well done. Now you guys aren't first name <clears throat> basis anymore. Back to full name. I'm so sorry. Well done, Mr. Slot. Mr. Slot. But... I'm sorry, you should have read this and watched the show. Will you please just (coughs) fucking watch the show? We're on such a casual basis, I just call him Danny. (laughs) Why don't you go watch Avatar, then? I will. call him the Big D. The Last Airbender? I will watch Avatar the Last Which Avatar I'm talking about? Papyrus. (laughs) He's a big guy, too. That fits. No, I don't want to watch that. You need to watch that. No. Don't be a bitch, dude. I will. tie her down and make her watch it. I'm going to do it out of spite. You lost out because of spite. You Kylie? lost. So mine's a prequel to Mary's book report. <gasps> oh, maybe if I read this, I'd make more sense. Oh, maybe. Um, and so this started out with uh, the the trade starts out with uh, goes through Spider Man six ninety eight through seven hundred and then into Superior. Okay. Um, and this is literally I had I had not read Spider Man in quite a while, and mm. I picked up six ninety eight and read it. And as I was reading this again, I was like, I had that same feeling reading it. Like, this is really badly written at the beginning. Because the way it felt like the old days, like, you're getting like five pages of, oh, and then this, he's talking to himself and this happened and this. And you're like, this is bad. And then you realize he's doing this because it's Doc Ock in his head. Because he's like, oh, and how did I get this? Oh, that's right. I was fighting Green Goblin, and it's like telling you what just happened. Right. Uh, and then he, and then you realize that it's kind of crappy exposition. So it is, but suit. it's but when you realize why, it makes more sense. Yeah. I, I'm I'm more into it at that point because it's Doc Ock is in his head at this point, and it kind of tells you during that fight during with the so Goblin. Is his suit good? Is his suit oh, so good? What's his suit? Tyler said it's the best. Hold on, give it a second. Let well, him do his thing. That's his suit. Look that's at those buns. They're pointy Spider-Man. buns. No. That's regular Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. He has pointy bum buns. Uh, but during his fight with the Hobgoblin, you find out that... Um, I like the art. Who did that? It's yeah. sexy. It's... Uh, I wanna, oh, it's... Uh, Richard Elson. And then you get to Ramos in the next one. So then it, then it jumps to the guy that you like so much. Uh, yeah. That's Unless cool. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, when you got the thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, just like the, the red kind of V thing. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I love it. Love it. Um, but anyway, you find out during this battle with the goblin that um, Doc Ock had this little octopus spider thing that comes up and he'd fucked with his spider senses so he couldn't tell that this was here and he's gone into his ah. cerebral cortex and switched switched minds with, with him. Ah. Um, so you get that whole thing. Then you find out that Doc Ock is, I think he's on the raft and he's, that's the, that's the, that's the super, that's the big super villain prison that they, Oh, I know that. Oh yeah, that was in my book. Apparently he was doing something in there. Probably visiting a, a villain. But Doc Ock's dying. 
basically he's like in a big iron lung and he's yep. saying Peter Parker. And because I mean, Peter Parker is in the body. Well, that well, you, you don't quite know that yet. So the Avengers, he's an Avenger at this point. Okay. He, he's got his little Avengers card. He is an acting member of the Avengers. Um, so the, the Avengers call him there. And they're like, yeah. he's asking for you. And he's like, oh, that's crazy. And Cap's like, no, no, no. He's asking for Peter Parker. And he's like, oh, okay. And then that's when you they have their little conversation and you find out that Peter Parker is actually in the body of Doc Ock, who's dying. Oh. Doc Ock is in the body of Peter Parker. And but the, no one else knows except Peter Parker. And yeah, Doc and he Ock. doesn't even know how it happened. He's like, I'm not even going to do you. I'm not even going to tell you how I did this. You know, I'm going to let you just die knowing that I beat you. What and, a bitch. But he yeah. doesn't know either, so it's kind of like... Well, Doc Ock knows. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, because yeah. he had the little... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but then it gets to the point where they they are sharing each other's memories. So Peter does finally realize how it happened because he's, he's living Doc Ock's memories the in his nanobots. head. nanobots. And, yeah, so, so all that happens... Um, this I don't is like different, that. But no, this is different art than the book you had. Though, no, right? this is the same guy here. We we just hit the same artist yeah. at this point. He hasn't. No, this is okay. Keep yeah, going. I'm him. looking at his arms. Yeah, this is Robin. This is when you find out that when he's fighting the hobgoblin, the little gold thing had come and it looks like he switched had more his time bodies. To do this, though. Um, they're, when they're in the raft, he's. As he he's kind of figuring out how to read Doc Ock's memories and figure out how he he's like there's got to be a way out of this. Peter I, Parker. Yeah, Peter Parker's okay. like That's there's got to cool be a way out of this. That I gotta, your whole last fight is internal in your brain. Yeah, he's like I got to figure this out. And while they're doing that, like Doc Connors is there as the lizard, and he's like, Hey, I hear you're about to die, and I there's something I want to confess. And Connors is like, I'm I'm actually Kurt Connors now. Like, I'm just trapped in this body. And he's like, I feel it's just kind of like his his curse now with, with all the bad stuff. The lizard. He, so he's he's reverted back. He has the mind of Kurt Connors, but he's still in the lizard's body. So, yeah. oh, so he's kind of confessing. He's like, this, I, this is kind of my prison. I get it. Uh, with all the bad stuff I've done, I'm normal again, but I'm not. Smart lizard, yeah. Yeah. And so that he's like, sucks. I just wanted to tell somebody. And he's like, and since you're dying, you know, that'll be our little secret, which I thought was kind of cool. And, of course, Peter feels terrible this whole oh. time. He's like, I've been beating the shit out of this guy, and he's been he's been normal. Is uh, this Doc Ock? Or who's yeah, this is Doc Ock. Oh, he's he's so dying. Bad. He's Yeah, he's fucked up. His his organs are failing and stuff. Anyway, he, he comes up with this thing where he calls in villains to come break him out. He's yeah. he's he's like there's got to be a way to get out of this. Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Slash Spider-Man. Peter Parker. Peter Parker. There's yeah. got to be a way to get out of this. I got to fix this while, you know, Doc Ock's running around yeah, her with face funky. Peter Parker. But the arm is fine. Yeah, but her chin's weird. Sorry, oh continue Good going. Lord. Sorry. I, it's a pokey chin. Fireball. So anyway, he breaks out. Doc Ock in Peter Parker's body's freaking out about this. Like, oh my God, how did this happen? What if I stand five feet? No, no, I'm sorry. And basically, he's taking these guys to to find the gold ball thing that has, has, (laughs) and he's gonna orb. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna fix this and and body swap this spherical object. And as I'm reading this the first time around, I'm like, okay, this you know, because they were building up like they're gonna kill Peter Parker, and I'm reading this like they're not gonna kill Peter Parker. 
that the, no. the, the last minute he's he's gonna do it and, and there's a part there's a point where he dies he dies a couple times in Doc yeah. Ock's bodies but the the villains bring him back but he's like he's dead he you know he sees Gwen he sees Uncle Ben he sees all Gwen. these people he's in the afterlife that's not that's Silver Sable oh she got um, oh um but yeah so and and like you said Aunt May is married to J. Jonah Jameson. Jane Joma. J. Joma Joma. Joma, Joma. <laughs> There's a lot of J's. Joma Janison. Yeah. Uh, so why Peter's trying to, in Doc Ock's body, is trying to figure out how to fix this. You don't like these eyes, Tyler? No. I like them. Um, Doc Ock in Peter's body has decided, okay, we're going to gather up everybody that's important to Peter. And he falls in love with this one? And he's going to... Is that the girl? No, I don't think uh, that's, that's the same girl. probably a different girl. Uh, and he's going to basically lock them all in Avengers Tower. Keep them all in one spot. What this, a this bitch. Is, this is his thing. He's going to hold these people hostage. Lizard? No. That's the that's Scorpion. No, that he, he wanted to bring the lizard because yeah. he felt bad for him, but Lizard didn't want to go. She looks like a skeleton. Well, she's old. She's Aunt May. She's yeah, old? But... She's old. Look at her. For God's sake, she's old. She's too old. Uh, but anyway, like he's and he's a dick. He's Doc Ock, so he's yeah. just kind of abrupt and is he with MJ? Brash with is people. that why MJ's been around? Yeah, well he's kissing. Well, because the yeah, this is book. after the Straczynski thing, so they've broken up. They're, and they're, they're kind of well. Look, they kissed, but in my book, they're broken up, and she's with somebody, some firefighter. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah he because he's he's dating that Anna Maria. Yeah, the little the Anna little Maria. person. <laughs> the little person. Uh, so anyway, you get to the whole thing. They get to Avengers Tower. The the bad guys are there, and then he lets it loose that like, you know, J. Jonah Jameson is here. So that gets I think it's Scorpion and Hydra Man. Like they have a beef to settle. So they're like, oh, we're gonna go find him. So they leave. Is that Hydra Man? Yeah, he's okay. water. He's water. Get it? Yeah, Hydra. He's a he's a water man. man. It's like human torchy man, but made of water. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the big the big battle's going down, and at one point, Doc Ock in Spidey's body gets a memory that's not his; it's Peter Parker's memory, and he's like, "Is he still alive? What the hell is that?" Well, they they're both still alive; they're both there at this point fighting. Um, he doesn't know. They that. get to a they get to a point, and again, as I'm reading this, he's like, "Of course, they're gonna, he's going to get to that point. He's going to yeah. switch bodies. It's going to be okay." The thing comes up, and he goes to. Get, but Doc Ock's ready. He has this like steel plate so the things can't get into his brain. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I was ready for this. This isn't happening. And but then, then it goes up his nose. And then, no, he, oh. he, he dies. Doc, Ock, <gasps> Doc Ock dies. But before he dies, he basically forces his memories into him. And Doc Ock, Doc Ock gets that feel like, oh, the responsibility. He has the right. respons- He wants to be a good person, but it's still Doc Ock, of course. So before Peter dies, so that's why he saves Aunt May. Yeah, because before it's Peter, Parker Peter dies in Doc Ock's body, he basically Shoved shows him like why he is the way he is. Oh. And before he leaves, he's like, "What do I do?" And he's like, "You need to help people. You need to do this, and and that's what you're going to do." So he decides he's going to be. He's gonna do it. Superior. He's gonna be the superior Spider-Man. The coolest so, thing about it was, is he fucking does it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he's a better Peter Parker slash Spider-Man than Peter Parker Spider-Man ever was. Like 
He goes back to school, gets his oh, fucking yeah. degrees, he, creates he, a million dollar, a multi million dollar the business company. For himself. He just like, the, the the way he upgrades everything. He's like while being Spider-Man, and, and the whole time he's like, oh my god, that he was limiting himself so much. The stuff that this guy could have done, yeah, and he does it. Like he builds it. Yeah. he gives he builds it, an empire. Yeah, it's amazing. And, like that's why I was so upset. Um, at the end was so it, then that goes into Superior Spider Man, mm. and at the end of the first issue, like he's beating the shit out of this criminal, and like he's like, oh, he's gonna kill this fucking guy. Yeah. And the last panel is like the ghostly apparition of Peter Parker is like holding his hand back, mm-hmm. like don't do it. I'm like, oh, what are you, what are you doing, guys? Like, yeah. I, I remember being so disappointed with that. Like, you're already you 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 couldn't even let it go an issue without right. like, no, no, no. Peter's still around. Yeah. Like, he may be a ghost, but he's still here. I'm like, oh, you could have gone yeah, a while good. before, like, gi- like giving us that. Well, that's kind of fun. Um, But, like like I said, it, like, the I stuff... I think it would have gone on for longer. Marvel is, like... The mi- thing the thing is, working in the comic shop and listening to the people bitch about it. So this, I like... The, the aspect Superior I liked to this was sweet. just... it. Like I said, you could have gone like six years with stories they could have told with this. Oh, yeah. It was just different, cool cool stuff they were doing. And then everyone was crying and bitching. Yep. And the people that would come in and bitch about it, I would just tell them, you know what? There's going to be a new Spider-Man movie. And they're going to change it back. Like, it's not going to be this way. But I, I feel they changed it back sooner than they probably were planning to because people were bitching well, so much about well, they it. they coincided it with the movie. That's what it was. Like but, Mar- Marvel's, but again, Marvel's like, notorious for oh yeah. trying to line up well, movies like the, with the with Hydra the Cap thing. When that yeah. happened, I was like, this is amazing because I've seen the same shit over and over. Yeah. So when people were That's crying that, that, that this had happened, Superior Spider-Man, I'm like... Don't you want something different? Right. Why do you want the same recycled like, people bullshit? People look back on it so fondly now. Oh yeah, like, like when well, it I, happens, you bitch. But like when you, you know, a couple years down the road, you go like, remember when Doc Ock was Spider Man? That was fucking sweet. It's kind of interesting to. Compare. Well, and then you got the the how this ends basically is the bank robbery that's happening. Before and he gets the gun, yeah, and he shoots that fucking guy in the face, <laughs> and it's like, before, holy shit, Spider Man uh, just killed somebody. Before Spider Man Life Story, I was saying like Superior was like the best thing to happen to Spider Man in the last oh, decade, yeah. and like it's still really good. But Life Story to me is like the best Spider Man well, thing in a long time. Is to, to hear the conversations between the book that follows us, which was you, yeah, and it kind of had the same... It's a return to the status quo. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you kind of felt like it's not that it wasn't good. And you it is just... and it is a return... I don't mean to interrupt you, but it, it, no. the way you just mentioned that, a return to the status quo because in this, like, Jameson likes him because yeah. he's an Avenger, like, he's yeah, he's a little more built up and then Doc Ock just rips that apart. That up, yeah. So when he comes back, it is a return to, like, how Spider-Man is. Like, people hate him, He's he was a douche, he killed people, like, it's... I just thought He's got it, some cleaning up to do, basically. Yeah. Well, and I think it's kind of... Well, he's got buns of steel right there, but... Probably are, probably. Yeah, because that's what it was in my book, is, like, a lot of, like, comments, like I said, like, people are like, oh, well, this guy's cracking jokes. Or you have, like, another one where it's like, hey, Spider-Man. He's like, hey, yeah, it's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. They're like, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> well, well there's, I, there's moments in this where he's talking, but it's obviously Doc Ock, and people are like, 
Who says that? Who uses yeah. that word? Like somebody from the you know fifties. Like yeah. But I think it'd be curious to see someone who has like we all thought about it, right? Like if we had the power, or if we had I've got the the, the money, or the, the smarts. Sm- well, yeah, the smarts of other people. What would we do? And we have such different experiences that we could make a difference, right? We could change things and i kind of dig that concept of you know doc ock who is probably kind of a dick but if you had someone at the last minute mm-hmm. not exactly the nicest guy but who said i'm gonna do something i'm gonna do a, i'm gonna be good he has a total different take on it and it may be kind of fun to see where that goes it was i had the same feel with um in Civil War, when they unmasked Peter Parker mm-hmm. to the world, and like the the way the comics changed, I was like, "Oh my God!" You have years of awesome stories you can tell at this point, like J. Jonah Jameson suing his ass, and there's right. just so many different things. And then they put it all back. They, in the they box changed it all within like the, within yeah. a year or two, and I'm like, "What? The, why, guys? Oh, because there's, cause they're scared. Like, why don't you? Well, it's un- get I out of your comfort it's, zone and, and, and do that's something. That's the biggest cool. thing that's like. And why nowadays it feels like the indie books have really sort of overtaken. Like, most people lean towards books like Saga and stuff, whatever, because they're not bound by any sort of pre return to status. Like exactly. E- like every every two years or so at most, there has to be a reset button mm-hmm. to like put Batman back where he was, put Superman back where they well, were, like put if... Spider-Man back where they were. And it's like, you can only hmm. verge so far off that beaten path, which is interesting because these characters have existed for 80 years and it's nice to see something different, but like you can only go so far before it's like, okay, now we got to put them back. So this people is... want to be able to buy this book and see the character that they, that they well, exactly, especially when you have movie universes and you know, like, like I was saying, there's a Spider-Man movie coming out soon. Yeah. You know, it's going to, you know, Peter Parker's coming back. Like, yeah. why don't you just enjoy the ride until that happens? So, why you like, gotta I know you're not really it. a fan, but like the, the, the Batman and Robin run with, with, Grant Morrison when when no. Dick Grayson was Batman and Damien was Robin. like that was so no, fun. I, I loved that because that was so I always felt fun. Dick should have should be the yeah. runner up. And it's like they only let that go for so long before yeah. like okay. So we gotta, my we question bring comes Bruce in back. is this is really and I curiosity is so it's the story right and so as Batman fans as Spider Man fans as Superman mm-hmm. fans the idea would be how do you maintain that that um what is it not momentum it's the the true our arcane or the true lineage of the Mm storyline yet allow for new things without the fans because i can see both views sog is a brand new storyline batman is a clear like fundamental purpose of the uh the uh money maker right right so i can see honestly why they continually pull it back because they're gonna have to bring in new generations and new generations but they but they cater so much to new they people could. when your bread and butter are the people that have been but buying the book for but we're going to die. The bread and butter, you always have to think about the newbies, right? Because Kyle and me are going to die. You guys right. are going to die. The newbies are it. We're going first. But uh, <laughs> the idea would be, 
how do you cater to both? And if we can figure that out, we'd be millionaires. Sure. Because I think Saga, the new storyline, right? All these new storylines. If you were trying to continue that storyline forever and ever, you, I feel bad for those writers because you would have to regurgitate because you would have to bring on right. new And it's people. obviously not a story that's meant to go forever. It's meant to have an ending. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to... Marvel and DC are the never-ending second exactly. act. Exactly. So how do you cut them some slack by saying... How, like asking them, we mm. get it. You're going to always have to reboot, right? right? There always is. There's no way this industry could go without a reboot. How do they allow for this innovative storyline to go on? Just let things go a little would bit it be longer. Like, yeah. Would it be a Vertigo? Let it run its course. Would it be like a DC Vertigo story? I mean, like if you think about what Vertigo did, which was allow for the oddities. That or, or like you just said, like put it somewhere else and then let it go and don't don't bother. Like, like I would even be okay with that. If you did, like, Superior Spider-Man, like it maybe it doesn't even necessarily have to be in the main Marvel. It doesn't have to be the main Spider-Man title. If they had just done it over here and call it whatever you want to call it and let it do its thing well, it's, it's for, like, uh, for five or six years, the Jason, that would be fine, too. Okay? The Jason Aaron Max Punisher run that he did. Right. Yeah. Where it was, like, you jump into the story, you know the Punisher... You're yeah. in the middle of what he's doing, and it tells you a full story up until the Punisher dies. Yeah, and you're like, when when that happens, you're like, oh, I see what they're doing with this. That I yeah. like that. I and so seen... I just wonder if you, if there, if you could have a dialogue with the owners of Marvel as a viewer, as a as a community member of it, it is okay to go off script, and if you guys want to keep rebooting it. There should be storylines for that. Don't get my hopes up. Give me this over here. Give Mm -hmm. me the the. I guess it's the adult version. But they prioritize new readers over the readers they already have. Exactly, and and that's the problem. Yeah. But they don't because the people that are the people that are the Kylie and I's or whatever, and you for years and years that buy those books are going to continue to buy those books. And th- those Once are the people they that, that they should try to keep happy. They should. They're more, they're more interested in, well, there's a movie coming out. Let's see if we can get some more people to buy Spider-Man that don't normally buy Spider-Man. Whatever. But my and, thought is... And, is when, and when they buy it, we want them to recognize the character that they're buying from the right. movie they just saw. But and this is totally off topic from Dan's law. He That's still has fact. a report. Though. I know, but this is... But what you're saying is total Maybe. fact. No, but what you're saying is total fact. What I'm saying in the make-believe world, if they would have just... Not that Marvel listens to us, but they know Mary's here, so of course they listen. Yeah. There you go. In the perfect world is if they could do that and keep their mainstream going, and we understand that they need to do that to maintain the company. They need new people. They need the movie money, everything. They could just give us the Vertigo version of Marvel and keep that going. Isn't that a brilliant solution to this? Because they lose you, you think so, so much. Or with all the different titles, they could go, hey, amazing, it's, it's right, its own like, thing in its own way. Yeah, like, like, like why can't you see... give people one title? Like, okay, this is something else, and it's for the people that want yeah. something else. Life, and life it's story. Not... Like, you brought up yeah. Life Story. which yeah. Oh, my God. Could that be it? Would be the... Don't steal it, Marvel, because I own copyright. But this could be it. 
we could have the life story where we have you have to pick it and make a contract that you're going to take this person from start to finish from start doesn't matter is here's a kid and you're going to have to take him every year through his whole life and you can't change a storyline whatever happens has to continue that trajectory for all the years to come mm-hmm. And so you can't kill him because that would end his life. That would end the comic series. But every chance you have, such as once his body's changed and he died, you have to keep that storyline with Doc Ock. Right. That would be a really fucking cool (laughs) idea where if you were put money into something and you couldn't change it with every storyline, you can never backtrack. How cool would that be? to have and see what would happen in 20 years of that storyline's life to see him age and go through the trajectory of life. I just think and it really how many speaks, lawsuits would happen. It really speaks to like the most popular comics, the most like beloved comics of the last 10 years or so. When you look at like the comics that people really resonate with the runs, it's like because never at any point during The Walking Dead was there a reset button yep. or a saga or whatever. True. True. And that's where Marvel and DC have kind of put themselves in a corner. And I get it; these characters are old; they've been around forever, and they don't want to. And like, they don't want to age them. And that's and for Spider-Man particularly, that's a big problem. Whereas like Saga, it's like Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Stable, like they can age Hazel as much as they want to. Because this story is planning to end at some point. Spider-Man is never supposed to end. So really. how as a viewer, as a, as a, uh, uh, the, the audience, knowing that, how do we cut them some slack in the storytelling to give them the fact that, no. You don't. You just buy the books that don't do that. No, but yeah. I'm yeah. saying. This sounds like a whole different I'm podcast so sorry. conversation. Moving on. Just, just saying. What did you read, Tyler? <laughs> Uh, I read Fantastic Four. Ooh, okay. which one? Uh, this is the 2018 Fantastic was Four. Was it Fantastic Four or was it FF? Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is there... Okay, when you were saying FF, that's why I, I was thinking you had read no, 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 FF. No, 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 no. Yeah, Fantastic okay. Four. That's uh, where the confusion thought, was. Uh, it's uh, Sarah Pacelli. Yeah, Pacelli. Um, yeah. She's great. Uh, this book looks fantastic. She's no Remos. You don't see it, though. I don't know it's what it looks tablet. like. It's on my oh. tablet. <laughs> Her art's incredible. Look it up. Look it she up. Did, uh, like, oh. She did Spider Man. She's done a bunch. Oh, that's one of Kenny's favorite artists is Pacelli. Yeah, she's yeah. she's really good. Uh, Dan Slott was a great choice for Fantastic Four. And when this book came out, I remember it was one of those just for whatever reason I didn't get to but wanted to check out because Fantastic Four for me is like it's a book that like not just anyone can write, and the the runs of Fantastic Four that are really good are really really good but i feel mm-hmm. like a lot of writers struggle to make them work because i think they're <laughs> characters that are dated to some degree but they're not if you write them in the right way yeah so by this point uh reed and sue have basically been gone post secret wars right they've they're gone uh with valeria and uh franklin doing multiverse stuff uh, Zdarsky did the Marvel two-in-one book, you know, a year or so prior to this. So, uh, the Thing and Johnny Storm are still in the in the main Marvel universe while Franklin and Sue are gone, or Reed and Sue are gone. 
who knows when they don't know if they're ever coming back or whatever and so like it's important to remember when this book came out we hadn't had a fantastic four book in probably five years really i think think because uh marvel was having that whole it was the the copyright thing and and they were like you know what we're not going to do a comic book then if you won't give us the rights back they they didn't want to promote properties they didn't own exactly and 20th century fox owned them and, yeah, and it's they kind of the same reason nice that like X Men kind of went to shit in the comics for a couple years. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. That's kind of a dick move on everybody's part. Yeah, which is weird though because like Sony's own Spider Man. Like I feel like Marvel was never willing. They they were never willing. But, but never Sony wanted... also ended up playing nice with Marvel. But even when they weren't though, like even, I I feel like even if Sony wouldn't have, they weren't gonna tank Spider Man. They, they they just wouldn't have done it. True. They would have never done it. Fantastic Four is one when they're and like, well, we can we can, sure. we can like, lose them for a I few didn't years. Think it, I see, and I would have never connected the fact. Like of, the characters will still be sprinkled out through yeah. the universe, but they're not gonna have their own title, right? But see, I'm so naive. I would never connected the fact that there wasn't a lot of Fantastic Four comics coming out during this whole hassle. There just straight out wasn't. A Fantastic yeah, there wasn't. Four. I know, but I. I just was naive. Like, I just thought, oh, no, why are you taking it up? I was naive. Keep going. Um, it's beautiful artwork. Yeah, Sarah Pacelli's great. <laughs> this is funny. You have to pick your best singer. Tell me oh. now. It's me, Johnny, 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 Uncle Johnny, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> um, ben Grimm and is it Alicia? Alicia thinking. Masters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they get engaged. They finally get engaged um, in the first issue of this book. And uh, he's super excited. Johnny is the one that's still sort of kind of... A dick? Hold, no, he is a dick, yeah. but really kind of holding on to the hope that his sister and Reed are going to come back at some point. Whereas Ben is sort of kind of like, look, we've looked everywhere. They're always like, leaving. Like, they're gone. They're not coming back. They've like At this point, there's, we're supposed to believe like they have been gone for a long time, and they're yeah. not coming back. Like, life's got to move on. So um, Ben gets engaged. He asks Johnny if Johnny would be his best man. And they get into a big fight because Johnny tells him he's like, no. <laughs> well, wait. Go back. Can you say this no? No. No. Uh, and he tells him no. And he's like, what do you mean no? He's like, because there's only one person that should be Ben Grimm's best man. And it's fucking Reed Richards. Like, mm, Yeah, but he's and and, you know, and to be fair, like Ben gets to say it's like, I can see that, but I can see Johnny being his best man. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I think Johnny's in the right in where he's coming from but at the same time Ben's like dude we're having this great evening I just got engaged and like you're ruining it what are you you know what are you doing um meanwhile we kind of catch up with Reed and Sue and what they've been doing is it and they've horrible? been you know Franklin can kind of create these universes and they're 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 hopping from each one to each one and uh Sue is like sort of the narrator throughout this and there's some really funny stuff where she talks about like that's basically what we do every day. We create these universes. We explore them. We figure out how to make the universe, the multiverse, a better place. Whatever. That's our day every day. And she says, except for Tuesdays. Tuesdays is tacos. Like, <laughs> it's wonderful. And you know they have the uh, what the fuck is their foundation thing? Future Foundation. Future Foundation. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're all that's, off on. That's doing the their own FF thing. book that I thought you when you said I read right. FF. I it's thought like that's Avatar, what you're referring to. Yeah, but no red. They're like avatars, but red. Are they? Some Whatever yeah, okay. they're called in Avatar. I don't know what they're called. I don't know which avatar we're talking about. But uh, finally, they run into the Griever. Griever. Okay. And um, 
the only way that Reed can calculate that they're going to be able, able to defeat her or whatever, they have to summon every Fantastic Four member who has ever been. So they bring, they like Ooh, teleport. Ghost Rider, Hulk, Ooh. Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yep, they're all, yep, they're all there. <laughs> Spider-Man's there. That's nice. Um, Iceman is there. Is it Bag Baghead Spider-Man? No. Oh, I, okay. I, I, <laughs> Um, so they all get teleported there. They they fight her. They do the whole thing. And then at this point, Reed and Sue decide it's time to come back to the so could they have reality. Back? Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, dick moves. But they're so selfish and they were having dicks. fun. Yeah. They're gonna come back. And this is so like this first trade is basically sort of setting that all that up. That that's basically mm-hmm. this trade is like kind of how they the Fantastic Four comes back together, then they come back to Earth. Um, but there is a great moment after they beat the Griever and they're going to come back, whatever, and uh, Reed mentions the Baxter building. He's like, it's time for us to go back to the Baxter building. And uh, Johnny and Gr- Ben are just like, oh, like wh- who's going to tell him? <laughs> who's going to tell him? And then even Spider-Man's like, oh, crap. Dude, I am so sorry. He's like, what? <laughs> what? He's like, well, it's complicated. Like, Spider-Man was Doc Ock for a couple years and he created this multi-million dollar company and he actually bought the Baxter building and then the company went bankrupt so we actually don't own the Baxter building anymore. (laughs) (laughs) All this since you've been gone. Um, That's pretty epic. Yeah, it it was was great. I like how our... our, uh book reports kind of all yeah it does kind of add like everything funny how Dan Saw likes to reference his own yeah, shit yeah it's crazy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait till we do Ben did we do we did Bendis already didn't we we did I'm sure we did yeah but I don't think it was as well played as this one right I have to admit well these are all kind of coming God around damn coming it. out I'm around even gonna s- I'm gonna slurp it for me I'm gonna slurp it <laughs> <laughs> that's a beautiful cover uh, um, I feel like I kind of got off too easy on this trade because yeah, it was did. only like four issues. It was a yeah. really, really small trade. But yeah, it's basically just like, let's get the four of them back together and get them back in the main Marvel uh, First time you read it? Yes. Do you, do you, really? Is it something you want to continue? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I will. Um, so that's kind of cool for you, right? This is... Unlike Mary, where she's like, I will not read more. <laughs> I was like, I, this is exciting. I love to read my fairy porn. And, right. And Shut, shut up. up. Well, I was one of the will, ones like, openly kind of giving okay? Marvel shit for those Honey, couple years when it. they weren't might read some publishing aliens, a book. Because I'm like, too. it's stupid that Marvel's not publishing a Fantastic <laughs> if Four If you book. watch like, they, it, It's just ridiculous. And ridiculous. I love the Hickman run. So, um, yeah. Hick- the Hickman run, the Fraction run. Fraction. Surprisingly, the Straczynski run, I wasn't a huge fan no. of. I liked it, but fine, compared yeah. to other Fantastic Four runs, yeah. the, say for me that there's like three. It's it's the the Stanley Jack Kirby. The, those first those first fifty issues of Fantastic Four are almost flawless. The John Byrne run from the '80s is really good, and then the Hickman run. Those are like right. the three for me that are are really really good. Um, uh, Reed and Sue have this great back and forth that they repeat like numerous times throughout the book where they're hopping multiverses and things and whatever and Reed's trying to figure some you know situation out and um, Sue will tell him like we can't do that that's impossible and he, he'll say well do you do you believe me do you believe do you still tr- believe and trust in me she's like yeah he's like well that's what allows me to do the impossible and like the, he says Aww. that to her like multiple times. And so do they have kids in this one? Yeah, they yeah, yeah the, 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 the kids oh my are there. God, so and it's they, they've, like... they're aged quite a bit now. Oh, that's my fault. 
um, Franklin me. loses his powers though to, uh, in this, and that, that's part of why they choose. He's, he doesn't have the ability to create universes anymore. So, so and I'm not sure where the... that goes. So I'm, I, that okay. that's part of the reason I want to read so it. So it's kind of like what the there. space one where they're off in space with uh, lost in space. Yes, lost in, in space. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. <laughs> all right then. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> that was our. Danger. Should we do like a lightning round weekly picks real quick? Uh, yeah, fast. Okay. We're doing it fast, Aaron. That means fast. Fast. Um, Violet Knight. <gasps> Violet Knight's really you, good. I knew it was his. I, I, figured, I didn't even I take it. I have another one. I figured someone would pick that. I'm yeah. picking it. It's okay. really good. That's it's the a, only thing I've it's watched. It's a great adult only Christmas movie. Yeah. Epic. Very fun. Yes. Very fun. Totally but, it's one of those, like, from the trailers, I thought, like, oh, this looks kind of fun. And then when we actually saw it, I'm like, dude, this was way funnier than I thought it was. Good. Like, it was way more entertaining. So I have yes. a question. Was it... So the music and everything tied in. Did they move to the camp to a point that it wasn't campy? Or was it that they played up to the... Like, because... I thought I the sound effects, right? Oh, like uh, campy, not campy, but you know where it was like almost <laughs> My brain like no work. <laughs> oh, but do you know what I mean? Like the music mm-hmm. and everything, it could have been tilted in such a way that it went. Just a good movie that doesn't take itself seriously at all. That's like it. just, okay. just go have fun, fun with it. It Very was fun. It, I mean, I was expecting to have fun with it, but like, it's a by ball. the time it was done, I'm like, oh, I, I had this more movie. fun with yeah. it than I thought yeah. that I would. It's a ball. Okay, it's legitimately David funny. Harbour is just awesome in general as well. That's so. what I kept going back to. It's like <laughs> it's legitimately funny. Like I was laughing, like it uh, in things that weren't I didn't think were gonna be funny. Like obviously, like some of the kills and stuff. Like oh shit, like parts of them, like just dialogue parts of the, the family at a party, whatever. Like <laughs> it's legitimately funny. I was laughing throughout the movie, going, because I didn't were, think this was gonna be such dicks. Uh, I, that I, humorous. I was telling Aaron as we were getting to the car last night after the movie, where I was like, I was kind of bummed out. Like the whole the whole time, the way the movie was going, I was like, I was waiting for a Chevy Chase cameo at one point. Oh, so I'm like, nah. come on, just do it, guys, just do it. But they, they did. It was enjoyable. It was He'd be good. the perfect asshole for it. Right. But it was good to see a movie with people, all of us, right? Like, right. Yeah. it was in, cool to enjoy it with You everybody. got a quick one, Aaron? Aaron, quick. <laughs> Boston Legal. Okay. Okay. What's you that on? A lawyer. What is that? Uh, Hulu. Okay. It's a, it is a... Older. It's an older... It's, it's a lawyer... It's a procedural kind of show or something I would never watch, but the mm. reason I've always wanted to watch it is it's James Spader and William Shatner. It's a lawyer show of the female single. <laughs> it's, and it's awesome. It's, it's it's a spinoff of a show called The Practice, okay. which when I went to watch mm-hmm. this, I tried to watch Boston Legal from the first episode. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Mm. But I knew it was a spinoff, so I Googled like, okay, sh- tell me where William Shatner came in and I'll start from there. And like The Practice was like a nitty gritty dark serious lawyer show okay. and then it gets into Boston legal and it's they don't take them their self serious at all oh, they okay. they make meta they yeah it's very meta there's mm-hmm. moments like they always end the show with them on the balcony smoking cigars and having scotch and talking about things it's... and there's episodes where they walk out and they like their Shatner's and Spader storylines have not 
interconnected the whole thing and like spader will come out he's like i haven't seen you this whole episode <laughs> and they'll, they'll make references like that i haven't seen this whole episode or <laughs> they make star trek references and and stuff like that so it's, I, it's that very sounds fun. Like fun. as my fun. my mom's a lawyer or a retired attorney and the law thing about it is it can it's hilarious because it's like we're gonna go to trial and then next day... It's like, day, trial's 9 o'clock tomorrow. And we're like, it's like that, that doesn't happen. No way. <laughs> My mom, and she's like, really? I was telling her, I watch them, and she's like, really? It's the banter. It's so witty. And even now, it's still... I love some witty banter. It, it's it's good. It's like, still it, It's applicable. totally not a show I would watch, but I've been wanting to watch it because I like Shatner and I like Spader, and it's There it's is good. still it's things, though, at this... At this stage, I don't know when it came out, like in the 19... No, it was 2000? Probably 2008 or something. Oh. Yeah. Well, they did actually mention... It's been a while. Because Will Shatner is red. He I likes to carry a gun, and he likes to shoot Oh, he's people. very, like, Republican. Yeah, like, and oh. then Spader, Spader is not. Spader will say stuff. He's like, you're a Democrat. You're a damn Democrat. <laughs> and it was really interesting because they stay... He's like, I wish people wouldn't have to have a side he's like mm -hmm. we're so there are so many viable things they bring up and it kind of makes oh yeah sad. for how old this okay. is the stuff they bring up you're like this is relevant right Today. now yeah. they bring yeah. up oh, like Ro there's like it's only a matter of time before we're before we lose roe versus wade and i'm like holy shit oh. well we were we were brought back <laughs> yeah we were brought um, back okay. in time my Kay? pick is it's a album that came out in july that i just barely kind of found out about and got have gotten into it's jeff beck uh did an album with johnny depp and oh, it's called 18 and it's huh. they just do a lot of covers there's two original songs that johnny depp wrote for it but it's they just can, do a bunch of different covers and it's really fucking good all this why johnny depp was going through his fucking this was after this defamation trial yeah i think yeah i think so yeah Huh. Um, but it's, it's one that got very mixed reviews. So I was, I love Jeff Beck. Right. So I'm like, I, I'm going to try this. And the first time I listened to him, I'm like, this was really good. And the more I listened to it, I'm like, this is awesome. I don't know why people are bitching about this. Nice. Check hmm. that out. Are you going to write Tyler? hits? Yeah. I'm uh, waiting for him. Mine is the new documentary on Disney Plus called Mickey, the story of a mouse. It's oh yeah, that exactly was fun. what it sounds like. It's awesome. It's just the history of Mickey Mouse yeah. told through... The Disney archives and, uh, you know, clips of obviously like Walt Disney and other animes of the fun. years and the different voice actors and just like, you know, one of those iconic characters and how they change through the years and how they, you know, how they get where they are. So, yeah. yeah. If, if you're interested in anything like that, yeah, it's on Disney Plus. It's like only like an hour and a half too. So it's just nice and short, but. Yeah. It was really fun, fun to watch. Their documentaries it. are always good. So like, yeah. so like She-Hulk. Oh, Wait. You didn't watch She-Hulk, though. Oh. There's an hour-long uh, documentary of the making of She-Hulk. And sweet. it was still freaking awesome. I did watch Making 1899. <gasps> that was oh, great. Did? Oh, my God. What did you think? Did it, make it? it makes much more sense now when you said that they made it in the volume. The I'm like, sense. oh, I know what that is now. Kylie's picking the next comic creator focus. I'm picking a name. Next time's yeah. creator focus, not Who next month's. <laughs> Certainly not next month. <laughs> Denny O'Neill. Oh shit, Denny O'Neill. I have no idea who's what that? that is. What's awesome he written? Writer from back in the day. Didn't he just pass away? He did just oh, pass away. Yeah, I'm like that's kind of timely because he just sad. passed away. 
May he rest in peace. Who is he? I know him from Batman stuff. Batman, oh, uh, Green, Green, Man- Green Lantern, stuff. Green Arrow. Yeah. yeah. Have I read anything? No, this is you the, bitch. Like 60s this is and 70s. this is oh, old. Yeah. You whore. How dare you? Okay. Yeah. All right, Denny O'Neill. De- oh, it's written Dennis O'Neill. I've I'm always sorry. known him. I've always known it as Denny O'Neill. Yeah, that's how he says it. That's how it's spelled, Denny O'Neill. Well, I'm gonna say how you wrote it. Dennis O'Neill. Isn't that so? They he doesn't pronounce the S. No. Silent bitch. Whoa. There was no. There was no designation on the piece of paper. All right, everybody. That's next week is Kylie's book club. Oh Oh, yeah. What is it again? Trans Metropolitans. It's metropolitan. It's trans. I I I think Tyler will like it, but I don't know. I've. Uh, there's things I thought Who's he would like before. Why he did last man? Season. He hated that. Yeah, he's yeah. not a fan. Who who wrote this? Uh, Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis. Yes. Okay. Why was I thinking Kurt Busiek? I don't know why. I don't know. Okay. So I know. Warren Ellis. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I okay. I get a sense she's gonna like it, but now he's our really? wild card. Or no, she's gonna. I feel hate it's it. very political, so I figured maybe Tyler would like it, but we just don't know. We'll never know. We will see. Lord we'll knows next week. Maybe and you know next week, <gasps> I have a feeling, next week your top pick's going to be She-Hulk. I've got a no. feeling, no, bitch. No. <laughs> All right, until next time, guys. My name's Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Aaron. Kylie. Fuck Comicsgate. Hashtag Fucky Charles. We'll see you next week. There it is.